This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA, with 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie, and uh, happy to be joined right now by Margaret Power. How are you, Margaret? Great. Good weekend. You are a volunteer. You work at our SD&G Centre, which is, I guess, in Cornwall, Ontario, Mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. And uh, you've been volunteering there for a little while. Now, how long have you been volunteering there? April 2015, so a little over a year there. And I'm told your roles there have varied from, you know, dog walker to transporting animals to assisting with vaccine clinics. I mean, it sounds like you're doing a lot, wearing a lot of hats there. I just kind of go with the flow. My philosophy right now is uh, I'm retired and I will do anything once and check it out and then we'll go from there. So yeah, I love going in and and they'll just call me knowing that I'll probably say yes. So sometimes I get asked a lot of different things to do. (laughs) I guess as a volunteer, you have to have that attitude. You don't want to say no, you want to be called back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right now we're pre-recording this podcast at our uh, yearly educational conference and you won this opportunity uh, to come here as uh, one of our outstanding volunteer service uh, award winners. So thank you for everything you do for the Ontario SPCA. We're very appreciative. How have you been finding the conference so far? Love it. Yeah. I love it. I feel like I taught for a few years, so I kind of feel like I'm back in that conference space, Okay. but from a different perspective. The whole conference is surrounded by people who are very dedicated. They all seem to have the same focus. They're very caring people. Mm-hmm. They're very welcoming people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could talk to anybody here, and I think people just have that general connecting attitude with each other mm-hmm. and I think that's a real necessary quality when you're dealing with the animals so it probably comes out very easily as with the people as well yeah yeah definitely yeah I think I think this industry attracts people that have strength in their empathy right and their sympathy and uh, mm-hmm. just that that caring nurturing side yeah and I think I find I'm finding with people too um, there's not a lot of competition there's just like everybody's working together with yeah. a common goal. We went out to dinner last night and that's exactly what we were talking about. We were comparing, you know, if you were if you were going to give an example of the best shelter that you knew about. And mm-hmm. that's what we had about four different examples around the table and we were just comparing what you would have to build upon to make the ideal, you know, and somebody had already built and they were saying, well, we probably wouldn't do this again. And somebody else was inputting. It was very, very constructive instead of I've got the best and See if you can top that kind yeah. of thing. Well, yeah. And yeah. it's all about That's the animals, great. right? People have got yeah. the animals That's first what and it comes foremost. Down to. Right. Mm-hmm. You're obviously an animal lover. You wouldn't be volunteering mm-hmm. with right. us if you didn't love animals. What is the best part about volunteering with animals? I go in in the morning and wake these little guys up, and I love oh. it. I absolutely love it. If I have, if my week is jam packed and I have to give something up, I will not give this up. I love it. I go in in the morning and, you know, I can hear them. They're already talking to you down the hall there behind the closed door and pull that door open. And they're just, they're beautiful. And I just get reminded all the time that I go in there and I can help make their day a little happier. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very moving, yeah. you know, and you greet everyone individually and, and they're so, they're so positive. I think that's what strikes me is it doesn't matter where they have been, how they've been introduced into the world, who they've come across in life, they are still 
positive in the morning, and that can just break your heart some days. Yeah. Um, the resilience it, of these animals is what is remarkable. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. It's uh, and that's the highlight of my week is to wake these guys up in the morning, and they just give me such a surge of energy, and take them all out. And of course, they all have different dispositions, so you get to know. Even if you haven't been with them, then they're brand new that day. You know, you can take them out the back and. You can read them mm -hmm. and understand who needs what for a little while out the back while you, you know, and how patient you have to be with some and whatever works with others and then yeah. slide them back in and on to the next one. And yeah, that's the highlight of my that's week. Just it. There's I a, love it. it. There's an individual approach to each animal uh -huh. that's in the care of the Ontario SPCA. And right. people might not realize that, that, you know, mm -hmm. our animal care workers, our volunteers, um, they need to figure that out. There's right. not one approach that works with every dog or every cat or every hamster or, right. or you know, exactly. bird that we've got in exactly. our shelters. Exactly, yeah. And I, I think people get that here. Mm -hmm. They totally get it. And they don't tend to think that one size fits all, which mm -hmm. is what Maura Cullen was saying this morning. And that's probably what resonated for me. You know, everybody is an individual. And, and you need to be able to recognize those little ups and downs that fit that glove. And um, I think people are really good at that there. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and it overflows onto staff as well. And I think that you're right. Those people are very, very special people that come and work for this organization. They have those qualities that can read people and animals just a little more fine-tunedly, I think. Yeah, I think they're yeah. in sync mm -hmm. with them a bit more. Uh, yeah. what, what advice do you have for our listeners who might be considering volunteering for the Ontario SPCA? Like, what would you say to someone who's thinking of joining? I'd say take a chance. Yeah. Because... Everybody out there, there is something that will fit you. And it might not be, you might think you want to do one thing. And then, like any other situation, um, there are offshoots of it that you know nothing about right now. There are opportunities. There are welcoming people. You are doing something that it has immediate gratification for you. There's a lot of hands-on feedback instantly that you, you get a lot of satisfaction from. So... And I know I was talking to one girl, she said, oh, it's, you know, it's half an hour away and I can't get down there. I said, people are so grateful to have a volunteer come in that even if you can only give one hour a week, you know, don't, don't shortchange yourself because right. you think you figured out the organization before you've actually stepped into their shoes. Mm -hmm. So there's always something for somebody to do. And volunteers get used in so many different situations that you cannot think of all the possibilities that somebody might be able to use your help for. Mm -hmm. So just take a chance, jump in there. And, and I know they must review their volunteer situations at certain times of the year, because I know I applied and I kept waiting for somebody to get back. And so I think they roll them over at a certain time, which makes it convenient for, mm -hmm. you know, they're not looking at volunteer applications every week. So just be patient, get your name in there and somebody will get in touch with you. And it's great feedback for it, everybody. It can be quite rewarding in yeah, the end. Yeah, extremely. You already mm -hmm. described something for me that I think addresses this next question, but I wanted to ask you, how do you know you're making a difference in your volunteer work? Yeah. You talked about waking the animals in yeah. the morning and yeah. that greeting that you give them and that they're right. giving you. Yeah. Sounds mm -hmm. very fulfilling for both mm -hmm. of you. Mm -hmm. uh, are there other ways mm -hmm. that you know you're making a difference? Well, for one thing, they keep calling me back to do a variety of jobs, so there must <laughs> so be something <laughs> positive there. <laughs> they haven't locked the door when <laughs> you left, right? No, they expect me to return with the van, not just, you know. Uh, so I think it's just a good feeling all around. You are constantly, constantly giving, and when you're doing that, you're constantly getting good returns. So it's... Um, Was it eye-opening you know. for you, starting to volunteer at an animal shelter? Um, uh, and, and I'm asking, like for me, when I came into this industry, you think of an animal shelter. So I think of people 
taking care of animals. I didn't see the big picture and the cycle of advocacy where our organization is out there trying to raise awareness mm-hmm. around different uh, issues. You know, don't leave your pet in a, in a, in a right. hot car. Responsible adoption, knowing where your animals come from. Mm-hmm. you know, the sourcing of those animals, mm-hmm. our investigations work that sometimes results right. in animals coming into our care and landing in those shelters. Like there's a big cycle mm-hmm. of activity mm-hmm. there. Was that eye-opening for you or did you have a grasp of animal welfare in Ontario before you started with us? I had a decent picture. We've adopted animals all the time. Mm-hmm. Whenever we would get our animals, it would be through the shelter. I've had puppy mill animals. I've had, um, you know, barn cats indirectly through the shelter. Yeah, I had a fairly good idea. I think I know my daughter adopted a dog who was just left abandoned and it rerouted. She dropped it off through the shelter and ended up bringing it back. We've always had some sort of little connection to the shelter, mm-hmm. so but it was definitely took me beyond that. You know, I I'm coming here and I'm sitting in the section, the major investigations with people who are very knowledgeable about the SPCA, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm kind of this size compared to they're this size. (laughs) But that's why I was so pleased to come because it just, this is just broadening my information. I mean, I did know a decent amount, but there is so much more out there. It's huge. It is huge. And it's so organized and it's so positive. Well, don't feel, you know, a second ago you made a hand gesture that you're this big and they're, they're the, uh, that's not the case. We as an organization are nowhere without volunteers. Mm. And uh, Margaret Power, we're, we're happy that you joined us today here on Animals Voice <laughs> Podcast. Thank you. We're happy to have your help uh, in Cornwall at that animal center where I, I know Carol and the team do a lot of great work. Yeah, and they're excellent. that work is augmented by everything you do. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you, the listeners of Animals Voice Podcast, for all of your support and for sharing our broadcast. Please continue to do so. Uh, if you have show ideas, you can contact me on Twitter at OS. PCA Kevin, or you can uh, email me at kmckenzie at ospca.on.ca. Until next time, we'll catch you later. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice.